Good heavens, it's a podcast. Welcome to episode 29. And as we've done for the last couple of years, uh, and, and as so many people have requested and asked for, uh, we are doing the ARIA special once again. This is the 2018 ARIA special with my good friend who's with me right now, Josh Pike. Thank you for joining me once again. Oh, pleasure. It's always for a this, pleasure. The highlight I mean, of my year. The, well, the, I don't do anything else all year. I just will sit around waiting for your call for this thing. That's what I thought, you know, and, and as as the week's kind of leading up and I realised, oh, the Arias are coming up soon. Ah, oh, shit. I better do a... Um, I better do a podcast with Josh, otherwise. Yeah, better do a courtesy call. Just well, just for your mental health, you know. Just do a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but before we launch into 2018 with uh, Arias, tell me about your 2018, Josh. Because I've—I mean, I've barely seen you. You don't write. You don't no. call. No, no. Um, I saw you on stage in the White Album concert for the first time, which is which was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Oh, um, and in fact, if I can regale you with uh, my a moment that did, I thought that you actually got the best laughs. Oh, of, thank you. You had a moment. You had a moment where you walked on after Chris Cheney had done some ridiculous. I think it might have been while my guitar gently weeps. Yeah, probably. You know, like a a, a three or four minute guitar solo. It was just yeah. just basically Chris doing what Chris does best, just playing yep. his just heart off, just shredding, shredding, and that you know the crowd loves it. I mean, the, he's he's an incredible. Player. Um, He's an incredible can- show off. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> if you've got it flaunted, that's what they say. I do. And, and then you came on afterwards and uh, for playing some lead acoustic guitar of your own. It was very <laughs> funny. It was very funny. I, I was in the crowd and I felt a genuine. Uh, there was a lot of there was humour, but there was warmth. It was yeah. Good, no, it was good. It was a, it was a very good tour. It was the best one. We've done it three times. That was the best one for sure. We just we were like. Basically in love, in love with each other the whole time, which was nice. Um, <laughs> it was just really fun. And because we'd done it three times, we mixed it up a bit, made it a bit different, did a set mm. at the end, which was an acoustic set, which just worked great and really yeah. kind of tied it all together. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was lovely. I'm glad I got to see it finally after after uh, so many times. Uh, mm. What about, uh, tell me about Sword Owls. Is that what it's called? Sword Owls? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about, I forgot about it. This is a great promotional opportunity. That's so, right. Sword Owls, yeah, it's my side project, but it's another solo project because I, apparently I don't really work well with other people, so I just keep <laughs> just sitting at home writing songs. Anyway, it's like it's a rock album. It's like a, a, a what? It, it's kind of like uh, early Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age or something like that. Maybe a bit of this '90s band that I love called Jebediah in there. In there. <laughs> well, um, but, but to me, it sounds to me it kind of sounds like just. Uh, not a throwback probably isn't the right word indulging in the kind of stuff that probably would have influenced your uh original 
your first band before you started yeah, solo. Yeah, totally. Right? It's just it's basically just what I would have been doing if the first band had taken off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was great. It was great. It was just I just would go. I recorded it over I don't know probably a year. Just every now and then I'd come down to the shed and where I'm sitting now and just record a rock song. And um, you know I played all the instruments, played all the drums. I basically made a album in order to play drums on it. Yeah. And uh, it was really fun. And then, you know, uh, like probably most creative people, you get to the end of it and you're like, that was really fun. And I actually reckon this is pretty good, but what, you know, now what am I going to do with it? So mm. I just whacked it out, you know, just put it on, uh, put it on, you know, d- digital platforms and put up a couple of Facebook posts and that was it. <laughs> and as a, and I'm, you know, imagining, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like uh, the first time that you've, recorded a full album at your home studio and put it out i guess so yeah i mean it was when i was recording it it was always just purely for fun and then it was also to just have something to record to kind of keep progressing my production chops um but it's been great because i've been doing quite a few things for tv and stuff as well so my production chops are getting pretty good and quick and i just wanted another outlet basically i just i basically go crazy unless i have multiple creative outlets on the boil you know yeah totally and and you this was a concerted kind of effort this year to kind of you know start not tour not put anything out yeah 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 lay low right so this this year and next year i'm i'm not gonna i might i might start recording at the end of next year um Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna you know try and stay off the road i might do a couple of spot shows if they come up but basically i'm just kind of staying at home um having a normal life for a while because it's been 13 years of just solid you know solid touring and and yeah. record cycles as as you would know and it's just yeah. it's absolutely awesome but it's it's a pretty awesome feeling also to know that i can organize something in six weeks time with friends you know yeah. and, and actually know that that's a, a real thing and you know like i mean it hasn't changed my apart from i would normally go away on the weekends i still get to hang out with the kids as much as i did anyway so that's all mm. great but it's just allowed me to also dig into a couple of other creative projects like writing. You know, I've got a couple of kids' books coming out next year and I just hadn't had time to kind of hone those skills before. And it's, you know, yeah. it is a, it's a, you, you need to spend time on these things. So it's been really good. That's awesome. Um, so how much of twen- music in 2018 have you... Like, basically, we're about to go through all the nominees of the ARA Awards mm. and give our, you know, brilliant uh, insight into them... Um, how connected are you to the year of 2018 in music? Um, I'm pretty connected, just not necessarily the ARIA list, to be honest. Like, I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the right way it is. But I've. Yeah. I mean, I, I've listened to the Courtney Barnett record quite a lot. And I. But yeah, realistically, I've just been listening to things like um, Car Seat Headrest and Alex Sandy G, you know, that, that artist. And no. Big Thief and just, you know, like just the music that I like to listen to and, and um, yeah, that none of those. <laughs> well, no, I mean, none of those are Australian as well, you know, sadly. So, yeah, so the point is um, we're in great hands here. Your listeners are in great hands yes, to get yeah, some really... Yes, they are. Always, but always. I know a lot about the, all the artists. I was looking through the list and... I've got gossip about. I've got serious gossip about all of them. Well, that's what that's we what, need. That's, that's what, what we want. People don't care about the music. If we they can't want gossip, absolutely. 
And like, let's make that the focus then, because if we can't, I'll admit that this year is the first year since I don't know when I was first asked to start voting in these things. I think it might have been maybe 10 years ago, sometime after I won one. Before that, I was never mm. asked. This is the first year since where I haven't actually voted on any category oh, because didn't I just feel qualified. Because <laughs> I just didn't feel qualified, you know, and. And I, and I just, I feel, as when I start doing it, and if I feel like I'm kind of just, t- t- like, not really... Putting, yeah, putting yeah, if, a proper yeah, heart and I soul just, into it. Yeah, I just, that's right. I feel like an imposter, mm. you know. Um, so, all right, let oh, me... Oh, no, this sounds like it's going to be a great podcast then. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, two, just two two old guys now. We're just two old guys that just... <laughs> <laughs> We're the Roy. We are the Roy and HG of the Aries. I thought you were okay, going to say the Roy royalty, um, the royalty of the Aries. Are you going, by the way? Are you going the this royal- year? No. No. Well, okay. I have I'll a... Go. I, go I have a just a... I've always had a general philosophy that if, if I'm not nominated for something and I'm not invited to give anything away, then I'm not going to fucking go. Oh, you've got to go, mate. You've got to stay in touch with the kids. You can't stay in touch with the yeah. kids unless you go to the Arias. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. The, the only time you see kids at the Arias is when in the red carpet bit where they're all in that <laughs> seated, special seated section yeah. and they all go crazy for people oh. that aren't me. <laughs> I had a, such a bad experience one year. I was walking up the red carpet and... Um, I can't remember who the the idol kid was, uh, Reese M- 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 Maston. Yeah. Maston, yeah. Yep. So I was walking up the carpet and and yep. I was getting towards the end, and suddenly the crowd went wild, and I was like, yeah. "Yes, finally some recognition, some recognition from the you know mainstream population, the kids." Yeah, yeah, Reese, Reese. I was like, Re- "Are they saying peace?" Like, no, I didn't think that. I just thought they were saying Reese, and I looked around. And there's bloody Reese. And the kids are going crazy for him. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, oh, put my head down and just Mate, on through. I know that story because it's happened to me and I dare say it's probably happened to everybody. It, for me, replace Reese Maston with Delta Goodrum, but exactly the same thing. <laughs> the crowd went crazy. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I look it. behind me. It's Delta Goodrum yeah. stepping out of a limo. Okay. Uh, breakthrough Artist is probably a pretty good place to start. The nominees are Alex Lay with I Love You Like a Brother, Lay. Jack River, Alex Leahy, sorry. I love I love you like a brother. Mm-hmm. Jack River, Sugar Mountain, Mojo, Mojo Juju, Native Tongue, Odette to a Stranger, and Ruel, Dazed and Confused. Josh. I would I would love Alex Leahy to win because she was the uh, a couple of years ago winner of the JP Partnership, which is a great yes. run. Very nice. And she's just Very gone nice. from strength to strength. You know, she's just doing it. The, the right way. She's doing it the old-fashioned way. She's out there touring her ass off all around the world. Yeah. Great songs, great songwriter, totally credible. I've spoken to her numerous times on the phone. She's, like, really got really switched on, really, you know, wants a, a long career. And so I'd love her to win. But um, Jack River's also awesome. It's kind of like – I mean, I didn't realize it was a, a female singer mm. um, until I listened and it kind of reminds me of Hole and stuff like that, you know. It's like kind of this old school, yeah. almost you know, late nineties kind of vibe. And it's it is interesting that you know, uh, what is it? One, two, three, four out of the five uh, artists are well, female. yeah, that. But they're also female, female, um, independent. Well, yeah. actually, I'm not sure. If, does Mojo Juju identify as a female? I'm not sure. Yeah, <coughs> I'm not sure. That's and you know, and then there's that whole question of like. Um, independent and major distribution. But anyway, I yeah, think the point yeah, yeah. you're trying to make is that there's good female representation 
in this. Yeah, and and Ruel is you know he's he's got a great voice. He's kind of like you know he could be the next Bieber or something. <laughs> he's very very handsome kid. I'd, to be honest with you, I'd never heard of him until I looked at. The- <laughs> well, he did. Uh, we did. We did the um, Spicks and Specs uh, special. Oh. Uh, a few weeks ago, yes. he was on it, and he sang the shit out of the song. That I think he took my good. spot when I when they asked me to be there, and I said I couldn't do it. I think he took my spot. No, you you were going to do it with me and <laughs> Cav, weren't you? Initially, it was the three of us. You know who took your spot? Dempsey. <laughs> That's I know. True. I watched That's a it. True story. I I watched it when it was uh, on. Uh, it was just the other night. I watched it, and yes, it was with a. A pain in my heart. <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah, look, it's I I like Alex Lahey as well. I would love to see her win. Um I also think Odette put out a, a really great record. And mm. Mojo Mojo Juju I reckon is definitely a chance to win as well as they've been nominated for more than one award. But yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to see Alex win. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Done. Best She's won. Best Urban Release, and we have 360 Vintage Modern, Esoteric, My Astral Plane, Hilltop Hoods, Clark Griswold, Cursor, Engraved in the Game, and Mojo Juju again with Native Tongue. Yeah, there was a bit of controversy around Mojo Juju being included in the Best Urban Release, I think. Where do you think that they should have been put? Uh, I guess probably more um, Blues and Roots, right. I, I suppose, which yep. she's in as well, or they are in as well. But that's, this is the problem um, with the categories and stuff. I mean, because and we have, we'll, we'll get to it later, but when I was looking at the rock and hard rock heavy metal categories, mm, know, it's like there's just such a fine line between hard rock. Pleasure and pain. That's right. So, yeah, you know, a lot of these categories, it is really difficult. But at the end of the day, what happens is, you know, the artist nominates for which category they want to go in, and then it's up to the people that vote. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, which is why. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, why? <laughs> it's just why we won at all contemporary awards. Um, yeah, but yeah, exactly. who who do you like? Who do you like in this field, Pikey? Well, so it, I don't know much about urban or hip hop or whatever in Australia. Really? That's but I weird. Love... That's weird because I've heard you rap and you. Well, you uh... have. I mean, I can lay one down for you right now. Go. Double J to the P at the R E E. I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> Double G, J. Oh, hang. What about this? P to the J at the R I A R I. Now forget it. The anyway, um, the R I A A R I. The I R A. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to rap. <laughs> um. Anyway, I. I mean, I reckon Hilltop are probably going to win it. And for a single. Well, oh, yeah, that's that's tough, isn't it? But but you know, I guess it's best urban release. It doesn't say yeah. album or single. So I d- I just think they're they're just like miles ahead of every other hip-hop act in Australia. They're, just, they're rock solid. Having said that, they're kind of like the wiggles of hip-hop. They always win whatever Or the in. powder finger of, you know, yeah, they've, um, they've won a lot of yeah. awards and people are probably going to... I expect that people that are voting are kind of going, eh, I've voted for Hilltop a bunch of times. I feel like yeah. voting for somebody else. Oh, yeah. Well, I, well, I'd like to see Cursor win, actually. Not that I'm a massive fan of his music, but he's strikes me as the most sort of legit, like, Re- yes. real kind yeah. of uh, yeah, yeah. Aussie hip-hop... Guy, I mean, I'm probably wrong. Probably somebody's going to call me up and be like, "That guy's not legit. He's fucking yeah." You know, oh, that's probably not going to happen though, because nobody from the hip hop community is ever going to listen to this. Well, that's true, and none of them have my number, as far as I know. And if they do, you know, don't. don't I'm going to. I'm going to throw. I'm, what? I'm th- I'm throwing my money behind Mojo Juju for this one for, for best urban. I just yes, because yep. even they said uh, that they didn't think. 
they should be in this category. Well, maybe they their record company is the one that yeah. took over that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I just think that they've put out a record that's been nominated in a bunch of different categories. They're going to win something. It's likely to be a, 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 a one of those stylistic categories. Yeah, you know? probably. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm just... I'm just hedging my bets going on past form and my plethora of experience. Josh. I mean, you do have a lot of experience. How cuz you're how old are you? 70 I'm I'm 100. I am old. 75. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's that sorted. What uh, Best male best male oh, artist. God, best male. Um, Dan Sultan, Killer Under a Blood Moon, Dean Lewis, Be All Right, Gurumal, uh with his record that I cannot uh Pronounce. Pronounce. Fair enough. Jaramiri. 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 Uh, Jaramiri. I'm going to... Jaramiri. Give that a try. Choice of art. <laughs> Bloom. And Vance Joy, Nation of Two. Um, I am going to just go right out there and say I think Choice of Art going to take this out. Well, it's, it, this is a tricky one, I reckon, because you've got, like, two Indigenous guys, a gay dude... A highly successful straight white male, or two highly successful straight white males, but yeah. one of them is the brand new thing, and is like his streaming figures. This is Dean Lewis are like way bigger than the Beatles in real in real terms. So it's a tricky one because like they're all they're all great. They all have very very different levels of success internationally and sort of culturally, I guess. You know, in terms of Gurmal also being a world music artist winner, like he already won that one posthumously. Yeah, like that's what I'm, I'm wondering. Do you think the, uh, there's going to be a, a bit of a, like a heavy sentiment towards Gurumal due to the posthumous nature? May- of maybe, yeah. The nomination, maybe. But um, you know, oh. if it's if we're talking, I mean, it's it's it, it always comes down to how do you vote this thing? Yeah, what are people's intentions? Yeah, yeah, because it's like I mean, I would say at the moment, Dean Lewis is the most successful out of that mob on fire. Yeah, I don't know um, about that. I reckon Troy Sivan. Well, Troy Sivan is has more sustained success. Like he has a longer career, even though it's still a, a, a you know a quite a, a a short career. He's still considered a kind of newish artist um, in the mainstream context. But but Dean Lewis is like absolutely monstrously enormous at the moment. It's I, it's mm. amazing. So I don't know. I think it's a it's a tough one. I reckon you, you you're right. Gurumal could could um get a lot of love posthumously um, because of the fact that he's passed away and it would be, you know, a lovely kind of representation. Tribute. Yeah, tribute, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's it's either going to be Gurumal or Dean Lewis for me, and I would be willing to put like twenty 
24, $25 on, on that. $25? $25. Someone's rolling it. Yeah. All right. Best, best <laughs> female right, artist. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Best, best <laughs> female artist. We've got Alice in Wonderland, Awake, Amy Shark, Love Monster, Courtney Barnett, Tell Me How You Really Feel, Sia Flames, Tash Sultana, Flow State. Now, Sia Flames looks like it's, uh, I, I'm, I'll admit I don't know it, it's a song with David Guetta, I believe. The rest are all albums. And the only reason I say that is because, and I said this the last few times, I just, I feel sometimes like when a single and this is this category is probably a good example of this. I mean, Sia is brilliant. You know that I'm a massive Sia fan. I do. But when somebody somebody gets nominated, uh, there's only five places, and someone gets nominated for an award for just one song, that suggests that that one song is better than an entire record that mm. some other people have made. I really I find that hard to kind of. I, I I just as a voter, and I didn't vote this year, but previously as a voter, I wouldn't vote for somebody based on a song unless yeah. it was song of the year or something like that. I know what you mean. It's like it's always feels a bit sneaky or, you know, it's just another sneaky way to get get an artist a bit of um you know, a bit of publicity from their label or whatever. I think it's a no I think it's it's Sia. Everyone loves Sia and rightly so. She's fantastic. Um and I think that's you know, she's she's probably there more for her name than for her work. I just I think I, I Call me old fashioned, but I like to see albums rewarded. But it's it is it is it's it's it is a bit contentious because it's best female artist. It's not best female album. So it's sure. the best right. female artist. You know that's sort of doing great things as an artist in general. I mean, obviously as yep. a female artist, but as an artist in general. And Lord knows, Sia has done you know so many co writes and collaborations, and you know in her own right with her own music. She's enormous, so it's yeah. I know, I know what you mean in terms of other categories, like best dance release and best you know uh, the the release thing kind of annoys me when it when it comes right. to the actual artist. As long as they've artist. got something out, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably a good point. I I mean um, I think I just what I would like is for you to just repeat or or cut edit it or whatever to just say I think that's a good point or even <laughs> or even even you're right you're right Josh actually you're right Josh yeah. would you mind would you no mind? I would say that's a good point. But, but there are no right or wrongs. Look, I think Amy Shark <laughs> and Tash Sultana have both had massive years. And Courtney Barnett has also too, although, you know, her last record was massive as well. I I mean, so that's a, it's, a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty strong field. And Alison Wonderland has, you know, done really well as well. So I, I reckon this is a pretty close one. I, I'm going to put my money on Amy Shark just because I think her record, I just think she's going to, She's had a kind of standout year. Yeah, and she's, I, def- she's going from strength to strength for sure. She's going to win. She's going to win stuff, and I think she's going to win this. Um, that should be the quote for this. She's going to win stuff, and I think she's going to win this. I wonder if she's, she'll say to Tash Sultana, I wonder if she'll be like, hey, Tash, have you ever seen a shark eat a Sultana? Well, get ready, because I'm going to win. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> Do you reckon? Well, I, 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 I sincerely hope not. <laughs> what do you reckon? Who do you think? I reckon Amy. Yeah, I reckon Amy's going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's um, done. So Amy Shark, so Amy Shark her um, name is Amy Cushway, right? Mm. Now, I think that, like, in the years of MySpace, I think she used to, like, message me and ask me for gigs. Possibly, she's a huge music fan. Like, I've, I mean, she's we're on the same label, right? And I've met her a couple of times, and but I've heard 
of her for a while and she's yeah she's a massive music fan she's been a huge music fan for years and she's been doing it for a long time before she blew up so that's another yeah another good thing to well because i remember because i like as i was learning about her i saw she was in the gold coast i was like ah oh, gold coast okay well that checks out because i remember this amy chick was from the gold coast mm. but it but the amy shot but yeah the, and then i did some more research and realized her name used to be amy kushman i was like i think that's the kid that was like messaging me on myspace trying yeah. to get me get gigs and back back then she was like a she was like a little punk rock yeah punk, blink 182 kind of kid which is why you know she went and did the the duet with um old mate from from blink yeah 182. mark hoppus yeah. yeah so yeah anyway interesting okay best adult contemporary album ah this is our oh specialty God. this is our specialty this is it. okay um well i'm a little bit uh i mean adult contemporary what do you think like I, I sort of I look at this list and kind of it's Courtney Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, lot of sea lice, Dan Salton, Killer Under a Blood Moon, Missy Higgins, Solastalgia, Odette to a Stranger, Vance Joy, Nation of Two. Now, straight away, actually no, that's that's all pretty adult contemporary. Straight away, I say <laughs> sorry. I, I love Dan Salton. I think he's one of the best male voices in the country. But that's an EP, and oh okay, that takes it. Yes. That takes it out of contention for me. Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, I've, I've Love both of those those artists. Um, I, I love that new Kurt Vile record. <clears throat> I love this. Have you listened to this this the, album? Yeah, the, the Courtney. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. I love it. It's fucking so good. It's so yeah, good. yeah. I just think they're both just lackadaisical. Well, legends. but they're also. I just feel like they're at a stage where everything they do just sounds cool. You know, yeah, like exactly. they they yeah. can't really do much wrong. But it's a record. Like I, I still don't think it's going to win though because. I think it's probably just a little bit too off outside the mainstream. Mm. I think um, Vance Joy is going to win this nah. just by pure nah. Um, nah. commercial, you know. Nah, Missy Higgins got it. You reckon She's Higgins is going to get it? Yeah, Higgins will get it because Higgins is making a bit of a return, isn't she? And um, <clears throat> it is very But much- every time she puts out a record, it's a return because she has such long spells. Yeah, it's a great That's strategy. That's what it was like with the last record. <laughs> it's a great strategy. Every record. And she did, and record. actually, she did win this award <laughs> for her last record because I remember I presented it. Me and Claire Bodish presented it. That was for the old Razzle Dazzle. Um, yeah. And she did win. And she did win, yeah. yeah. So she'll win again. She'll win again. <laughs> it's kind of okay. Well, Vance or Missy, I, I still think Vance will probably win just because. Um, Missy's won a shitload of arias, and again, I think there could be people that just kind of go, ah, yeah, maybe well, someone you, different. You know what I've actually thought? I, I was looking at the list, and I was thinking about, uh, you know, the the state of the music industry, and and also the state of you and me, <laughs> as in our age. <clears throat> and I was thinking how probably a lot of the people that vote these days are sort of, you know, the next generation coming up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so a lot of the people like, um, you know, Casey Chambers, Missy Higgins, even probably Dan Sultan, um, are kind of maybe too too much of the old guard. And and I think the litmus test will be the uh, the ki- the children's record. If the if the Wiggles <laughs> don't win this year, I think that's going to be uh, like I think that's going to be the the sort of indication that the the changing of the guard has happened of the judging panels. And from here on in, it's it's we, we can't. And from here on, in, you'll have to get somebody else to do this next year. You'll have to you'll have to get. <laughs> so what you're saying, Josh Pike, is that you think child. the Wiggles the could test. define the music industry, an entire cultural revolution <laughs> <laughs> in the areas. Well, look, you know, you've been right before. So, 
All right, the next category is Best Independent Release. Angus and Julia Stone, Snow. <laughs> Courtney Barnett, Tell Me How You Really Feel. DMAs for now. Gurumul with Jaramiri. I hope I'm pronouncing that Jaramiri. right. Uh, Pinyao, Go, Bang. Um, I really like DMAs. Um, yeah, yeah, they're good. I really love, I mean, because basically, I mean, what they're doing is right up my alley. It's that 90s British, you know, jangly guitar pop stuff. Mm. But some uh, intelligent know, lyrics which, and, you know, good musicianship. Yeah, they, they, do it, they do it well. And by making those references, by no means do I mean to kind of undermine what they do, but it's just totally up my alley. I grew mm. up listening to that stuff and um, everything that I've heard them do, I've, um, and particularly... Um, that record for now, the song called Dawning, it was probably the first single. I love that song. It's so I'd love to see them win it, but they probably won't. Well, <laughs> again, it comes down to independent, doesn't it? Like Angus and Julia. I mean, I would say that that's barely an independent record. Yeah, they're they're distributed through major labels. So. Yeah. Um, Courtney Barnett. Co- truly independent. Straight up legit independent. I mean, the most independent as on in, out of the list because she actually owns the you know yeah, well she, she runs started, the label yeah, right. Yeah. So with Jen Cloa, so that you, you can't really get more independent than that. So they, they should have a, an award for the most, just not best independent release, the most most independent. independent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The most independent. <laughs> just like somebody, somebody yeah. wins it. The guy that wins it just puts like does a re- one cassette tape recording on an old cassette tape and just like delivers it next door to his to his neighbour and that's it. Yeah, that's the release. I reckon the, no, he doesn't even make any music. Oh yeah, of course. He just- that's. What <laughs> that's- that's very independent, <laughs> and he doesn't give it he to just, anybody. <laughs> he just thinks. He just thinks about it. He's he doesn't of a even song. tell it. He doesn't yeah. even tell anybody that he makes that he makes or does music. He just thinks about music. <laughs> so it's he's so independent that there's not a single other person in the world that even knows that he even cares about music. But that, how would you? That would how would you find him? How would you, how find, would you him find him to award him how, the record? Well, the, 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 you came uh, up. You came up with the award, Josh. You got to find that. <laughs> 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 you got to find them. <laughs> uh, it's probably uh, but, blockchain. Blockchain's probably the answer. It seems to be the answer for everything. Blockchain would solve think, that problem. Who do you think's going to win? Uh, I reckon it'll be Courtney. Oh, actually, I reckon DMAs have a good chance. They've got they've got a, a lot of heat and a lot of love, and that it's not their first record. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, second. They're record. they're Same coming Courtney. in, and they've got they've had some solid uh, a solid fan base and everything. So yeah, I reckon DMAs or Courtney. It could, yeah, you know, and I could just as easily see Angus and Julia or Gurumul winning this one just by weight of the recognition of their names and the, yeah. the, the gravitas. Is that the right? The grafi- gr- gravitas, I think it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's definitely not gravitas. Gravitas. 
gravitas. It is. It's, it's gravitas. gravitas. It's gravitas. Just it's gravitas. by pure weight and gravitas. And gravitas. Angus. Yeah, it's a gravitas. <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon, it, yeah, it's one of those ones where you could pretty much pick it out of a hat. Well, you, no throw a bit, you throw a dart at it <laughs> and fucking who knows what will happen. Okay. <laughs> Best Blues and Roots album. Interesting. Angus and Julia Stone mm. nominated in the Blues and Roots category, not the adult contemporary category as one might expect them to be. Yeah, and that's that's a decision, right? That's a, of I, course. I, Strate- that's it's a, a strategic decision. It's I a don't strategic... Know, I... Sorry. You a... go... <laughs> what? Sorry, you got... <laughs> Are you? I don't know. I've been angry about it. No, it's absolutely a strategic decision that uh, either their mother or company have made to um, push their record into a category where they think they have the most chance of winning. I don't think that's yep. an unfair thing to kind of put out there. No. Um, no, no, no. Angus and Julia Stone, Snow, Emily Waramara, Milia Kabara, Milia Kabara. Um, apologies again for my terrible pronunciation. Mummikin, Spender, Golden Magnetic, Ruby Boots, Don't Talk About It, and Tash Sultana, Flow State. I'm going to go out there and say, I'd l- I, actually, I saw Mummikin Spender play live this year, and it was really good. Oh, they're really, killing it. Really they seem to be good. really doing great. Again, it's fantastic to see so many females represented in this one. Yeah. Um, and an Indigenous Australian, Emily Waramara. Yeah. He's... Really bloody good. I, I heard a, a long interview with her on the radio a while back, and she's she's definitely got it going on. But I, I reckon Tash Sultana's probably going to win this one. I think Tash Sultana's probably going to win it too. I think she deserves to win something. Just mm. she's, I mean, phenomenal, been phenomenally successful. Um, but you know, we're not even halfway through. Is this the most diverse kind of group of nominations for for best blues and roots? You mean? No, just overall. I'm starting to think. Just yeah, I mean, the it's, Arias generally. I think. Well, I see. I've been thinking about this a lot, and there is, um, in terms of diversity, it's really, it's obviously uh, diversity and equality has been a huge, you know, talking point in mm. culture in general in the last, well, sure. uh, quite a long time. But in the last, you know, two years, it's really kind of come to a head. And I do feel like, you know, create creative fields are kind of the first ones to really get behind mm-hmm. that respond, and, yeah. and respond. And I think, yeah. we, I think the music industry has responded. Yeah. Um and I think this is a reflection of that. So I think that's that's great. And considering this is, you know, the mainstream music awards, it's not like the AMP or, you know, uh, you know, it's not like a you know, an FBI radio award or something like that. It's the main mainstream in- music industry award and it, there's a lot of diversity in there and everyone's fairly well represented, I think. So it's it's pretty good. It's a good thing. Yeah. I wonder how much it's going to challenge the people uh, watching at home. Yeah, TV interesting. Sets, well, hopefully you know. not too much. Hopefully it won't yeah. challenge. Ho- hopefully they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is just a reflection of society. So that's Where we're at. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ruby uh, Ruby Boots, uh, I would have liked to... I mean, she should really be in the country mm, album that's, that's section. True. And uh, I wanted, is she, is I, she as well? I thought I saw her in the country one as well. Uh, I'd be surprised. No, no, no. No, no. Fanny um, Lumsden I'm thinking of. But again, I think that that's a strategic thing because, because she plays... A brand of country music that isn't commercial and mainstream, she mm. probably feels like she's got a better chance in this category than she does going up against. You know, I haven't looked at country yet, but you well, know, Casey Chambers, you, you know, exactly Travis those 
Yeah, they're big, big names, commercial mate. mainstays. You, big um, names. Adam Eckersley, Brooke McClymont. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, um, all right. Now, the next category is one that you've got a personal investment in. This is the uh, best children's album. We've got oh, Justine yeah. Clark, The Justine yeah. Clark Show, La La, 10th Birthday Party, Sam Moran, Santa's Coming, Teeny Tiny Stevie's Helpful Songs for Little People, and The Wiggles' Wiggle Pop. There's, I'm sure I know exactly who you are going to put your money behind. Josh Pike, please state your case to the jury. It's got to be Justine, my mate. Justine Clark. I mean, first of all, I wrote five of the songs on this album. Right. And I wrote the theme Did you write the theme song? Show. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I've heard the theme song many times in the morning as I'm ready. making breakfast. Up in the door <laughs> and on with the show. And never you're ready to go. <laughs> Recorded it right here where I'm sitting right now. That's awesome. Um, I, I think Justine's great. I think she's just like such a fantastic person and also entertainer. And she's doing something incredible. You know, the, the music on that album is all proper, you know, proper music. Um, yeah, man, my kids love it. My kids love that show. Yeah, so it's great. I'm all, it's a good I'm show. all for it. I'm so for I would it. love her to win. Um, having said that, La La, I, I reckon La La's great in terms of real music. Those guys are killer musicians. And funnily enough, the um, the double bass player, uh, his mum used to work with my dad and so we, uh, at the, in the public works department. So we'd, we've always no heard of each other for years and years. And then we met at the Arias last year for the first time and I was like hey mum says hello hey dad says g'day you know it's, it's pretty funny um, the other guys I guess that's the kind of you know when you start moving in the circles of uh, children's entertainment Josh oh, everybody knows everybody mate it's, uh, it's pretty pretty rough you know like we all get together uh, we do a lot of cocaine and talk about like you know what what we can sell to the kids what, what we can sell to the kids what huh? It's great to see Sam Moran bouncing back after his Sam shocking, Moran? shocking dismissal from the Wiggles. Who is Sam Moran? Oh, is Josh? that is that it's that Sam? I think so. Oh. <laughs> I think it is. Oh man, he was his dismissal. His highly controversial. Oh my god, dismissal this is this is actually big. So he's going head it to is. head with yeah, the Wiggles. Head to head, head to head with the Wigs. And sort of Lockie, Lockie Wiggle was the one that sort of replaced him because they look mm. fairly similar, don't they? I wonder if there's going to be some biff. At the Arias. There could be. There could be. And, and wouldn't it be a sign of the changing times? It would, if, yeah. If, if it, there was a physical altercation between the nominees of the best children's album. Exactly. Not not hip-hop, like, you know, Cursor yeah. and 360. They've got serious beef. If you ever watched... Have you, have you ever seen, in all seriousness, those guys used to do um, battle, M- MC battles against yeah, each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my fucking God. It's brutal. They're, like, tearing shreds off each other. If they don't get into beef at the Arias, then it's going to be Sam versus Lockie for sure. Or maybe 360 <laughs> and Sam versus Cursor and Lockie. Right. That would be a collaboration I'd like to see. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, best country album. Oh, Adam Eckersley and Brooke McClymont. Adam and Brooke. Fanny Lumsden, real nah. class act. Casey Chambers and the Fireside Disciples, Campfire, The Wolf Brothers, Country Heart, Travis Collins, Break. Oh, sorry, Brave and The Broken. Uh, I don't. I've got no idea who's going to win this. Well, I mean, it, I reckon Casey's going to win because she's also getting oh, she, inducted. That's right into the Aria Hall of Fame, and she's the youngest female ever to be inducted. So she's got to win, right? Well, you would imagine. Because, you would imagine she'd win. Uh, I think it would. It would be weird if she 
didn't win and she was being inducted. Like, but what, how do you? I mean, look, obviously both both of us are Casey Chambers fans. She's awesome. How were you surprised when you found out she was being inducted into the Hall of Fame? I I I was I wasn't surprised when when I heard I wasn't surprised. Like I didn't think, oh, that's undeserved. But I did think. It was surprising in the sense that it re- reflected what we were saying earlier, whereas I think the music industry is responding to, you know, to cultural change. And there's there's no reason that she should... Like, there are other... There are, there are men that have been inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame much younger than her, like Silverchair, for instance. Um, oh, really? I didn't even know. <laughs> well, I, maybe but, I made that up, uh, but I thought I was at the ARIAs when they got inducted. I have to, really? to double-check that. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, like, she's she is... So legit. She's such a lifer. If you think about the, ch- the whole Chambers family, and she's such a great uh, representative of of country music of that whole genre, and in a kind of modern way, a more modern way, but not in a Americanized way like some of the other country Australian country artists are. So I think it's a, it's really it's great, and it does reflect a good change um, of opinion of like how powerful these people can be and what what kind of a role model they can be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I think she deserves it. The only thing about being inducted into a Hall of Fame of anything is that's that feeling of like, oh... You're done. It, yeah. Well, I was, I was talking it, about this. I think tra- traditionally this kind of thing was always kind of awarded to people either who had finished up or were about to die, <laughs> you know? I know what you mean, uh, yeah. And I did I did think that as well, but the, the thing that I would say about that is that she 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 is like you would consider her a a heritage act to to you know to use a I mean the same way that Missy Higgins is and pro- probably in the same way that we are I don't know but you know what I'm saying like she's she's not like she's a double J act let's let's say that um and yeah but she's also yeah but let's also not to underplay her the massive commercial success and mainstream success she's had i mean she's no this, this is what i'm saying so she much. is she is that she's of that ilk but she's also extremely successful and still relevant and so if the arias as a as a organization want to continue to have you know relevance and kind of be be connecting with a younger audience which is what they're trying to do by putting the the whole arias on they have to have somebody into the ARIA Hall of Fame that is not a Daryl Braithwaite or a Crowded House or a Tina Arena or a you know Air Supply or a you know John Williams. Oh, no, the kids, kind of the kids would love Daryl Braithwaite coming on and playing horses and being nominated into the Hall of Fame because yeah. But when you say kids, I think you're talking about <laughs> thirty to forty year olds. No, I'm talking about uni <laughs> students. I'm talking about uni students. There is like a massive thing going on with Daryl Braithwaite and horses. It's like an ironic kind of love yeah but that's um, that's like you don't necessarily want to br- like uh, you know encourage irony <laughs> when we're talking about <laughs> our uh, icons you know what all I mean? right so we'll, okay so we'll, we'll give it to casey yeah. best dance release uh alice in wonderland awake fisher losing it peking duck fire pinyao go bang rufus de soul no place um I'm pretty sure look i haven't heard of fisher i'm gonna just come straight out and say Me alice in wonderland peking dunk Peking dunk, peking, dunk your peking duck and some sauce. Just dunk it, dunk your peking, dunk your peking. Alice in Wonderland, peking duck, Pinyao and Rufus Dussault, they've all been phenomenally successful, right? And and a lot of over. Well, Rufus Dussault is so successful that to change their name, they used to just be Rufus. That's right, correct. Look, obviously, this isn't a category in which I have a lot of knowledge. Um, 
But I'm going to just say that Pinyao are probably going to win it due to the fact that they've been nominated for a bunch of other awards. And this is a, probably the category in which they're most likely to win. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, all I know is that that Pinyao album is really, really great. Um, but having s- and they've been going for a long time. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Like, like I'm, when I I worked for EMI Publishing fifteen years ago now, and mm. Panow just had just been signed then when I was working there, and that's when I first met them. And they're yeah. just like solid. They just keep working and working. Probably one of the first Aria Awards I ever went to with Jebediah in the late nineties. They won. Uh, I think they won best dance release, or they won. They were and they were kids. Mm. They were you know super young, so <clears throat> that's amazing that um, they've been able to keep to stay relevant for that mm. amount of time. And, Definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean it's impressive. I, so I reckon I, Rufus I, is going to win though. Really? They they are just absolutely enormous. They're probably the biggest yeah. act out of that group. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you want to reward world kind of world beating kind of stuff in a in a in a more contemporary way, I think probably Rufus is the pick. But I don't know, like the people that vote for this category, it's like a specialist category, you know. So I think yeah. inevitably the the people that should win will win, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not up to us, kind of thing. Uh, best pop release, um, we have. <laughs> Five Seconds of Summer, or Five Sauce, as I like Five to call Sauce, them. yeah. yeah. Youngblood, Amy Shark, Love Monster, Dean Lewis, Be Alright, Jack River, Sugar Mountain, Troy Savan, Bloom. So a lot of uh, artists that we've already talked about. Again, I, I feel like Amy Shark's going to have a breakout. I, I feel like she's I feel like she's going to win. She she had a pretty massive year last year, though. She had a pretty breakout year last year at the Aries. So. Yeah, but it was that was just the beginning. That was before she had a record. Well, I, I, I think, yeah, that, actually, that's that's very true. That's a very good point. I, I reckon Five Sauce could win. Have I ever told you my Five Sauce story? No, please do. Oh, so, like, years ago, before they, they, they were they were an internet sensation at this point, and I got asked to do a co-write with them. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I didn't know them. Went in, wrote this really good song with them. They were like, they're really good musicians, great singers and everything, really nice guys. Um, but they were, they were like... 15 right they were kids they didn't have mm. they didn't have the success that they went on to have obviously anyway yeah. so we, we kind of wrote half the song and uh and i just had a uh, my youngest son so i was really tired and i looked after my uh my kid uh on you know a lot my other kid as well a lot so i didn't have a whole lot of time and i was often touring on the weekend right so i was pretty time poor anyway the manager <laughs> rang up and yeah. said um Oh, the guys really love the song. They want to finish it off. Can you can you um come in and do it on the weekend? And I was like, the weekend? I don't know. I don't work on the weekend. I hang out with my family on the weekend. Uh, no, sorry. I can't. The guys come in on a like a Monday or a Tuesday, and the the guys like, no, they're in school. Like they go to school. They can't come in on a Monday or Tuesday. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Don't worry about it. And so I just didn't finish the song. Yeah. It was a really good song. Yeah. And, it made, and that's and that's knows? why that's why you don't live. Uh, in a on a in, in a mansion in, in the harbour. No, that's right. Could have been very different. Great track it was. It was a great track. <laughs> well, so what did in so it's obviously yeah, I'm assuming it hasn't been used. No, anything? I mean we. I tried to find it, you know, uh, last year, um, and it, I mean it was st- it's still. I did find. I found a little MP3 that we'd done at the studio, and it was it was a good it was a good song, but it needed a lot of production 
work and stuff and um you know i just i now i can't just call them up and be like hey dudes you remember that song that we tried to write five years ago and I didn't no know i think that'd be i think that'd be really cool that'd be really cool man i think you should i think you should ring them up yeah go, no, i'll hey get guys, them on the blower hey hey guys remember me josh pikey jp yeah, yeah p yeah. to the y to the k to the e Remember, remember me? Uh, yeah, the summer, down, uh, from down hill, under? Yes, from huh? down under? Remember the song we... It's the song it was we really did. good. It was like about driving Let's finish car, it off. Remember? Finish it off. You guys aren't <laughs> at school anymore. We can work Monday, Tuesday. Well, look, I'm available every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Just give me a call. Give me a call. <laughs> I can come to you. I'll come to you. Where are you? I'll come to Where you. Where are you? In the States? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be cool, man. Just do it, Josh. Just do it. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't have the capacity. I could tweet them. I could tweet them. Hey, start there. Start there. Make it public. You know, get a bit of, get a bit of heat. Hey, dudes. Hey, um, hey guys. Remember the song? Maybe I'll just release the song. Maybe I'll just fucking release it. It's got their voices on it. Yeah, as oh five seconds God. of summer. Yeah, just release it as five seconds of summer featuring Josh Pike. Yes, because I think just I sang. I think I sang the middle eight or something because they didn't. You know, because we were just kind of demoing it. I'm yeah. gonna do it. I'm gonna release it. This the a single. And I'm just gonna do some really cheesy production around it, like maybe get a saxophone in there or something, and just release it. <laughs> Five seconds of summer featuring Josh Pike. Well, your favorite group are in nominated in the best group category. Five seconds of summer mm. with Young Blood, DMAs for now, Peking Duck, Fire, Pinyao, Go Bang, Rufus Du Soul, No Place. So again, you know, it's it's interesting looking at this group. Um, of nominees, just again the changing culture. Best group used to be, you know, bands. Bands used to be mm. bands, yeah. and now you've got, you know, three of the nominees from the dance section. DMAs, I guess, you know, legit, you know, and Five Seconds of Summer, you know, they're a band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a changing of the guard when you've got three, ele- you know. Electronic artists, I guess you'd call them. Yeah, I mean, Peking Diamond. Yeah, but that, I mean, Dance. they are all they're gangs. Like that's not they're all those three. I always think of that. It's like best group, best gang. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like you know, you see Peking Duck on stage together. Those guys are a, they're definitely a group. They're absolutely yeah. hilarious. And you know, yeah. now the same same bunch of dudes the whole time. Same with the Rufus. So, but who's gonna win it? I mean, I wouldn't have a clue with this. I would not have no. a clue. No, I mean, I th- again, it's like if you what do, what do, what are, what's the criteria? Is it just who you like, or is it or when you're voting, are you voting on who's the most successful? I always vote for who's the most successful in these sorts of things. If it's best album, it's mm. personal choice. But for this, it's got to be sort of it's almost got to be based on stats or something. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, I love stats. So I know I, you love stats. Yeah, I've always been the stats you're man. Stat man. You're stat man. <laughs> He's a stat man. <laughs> Give him you know, an Excel spreadsheet, and he's happy man. What we um, need right now is some stats. If only there was somebody that could come down and deliver us the stats we need. Statman! <laughs> Hi, I'm Statman. Hi, I'm Statman. Some people call me Josh Pike. <laughs> you might know me from my song, The Summer. Some people think it's about the summer, but it's actually about some. Shut up! Sh- shut up, Statman, and give me some stats. <laughs> um, okay, well... If we're talking stats, five seconds of summer is sort of a sti- it's a st- statistical statement, isn't it? It's yeah, five, seconds five seconds of, of summer. S- so I'm going five for Five seconds them. of summer is a statistical statement. Five, s- say that six sentences. Okay. 
Same. Five seconds of summer is a statistical statement. Five seconds of summer is a statistical statement. Five seconds of summer is a statistical statement. So who's gonna win? I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know either. I don't. Fucking I'm gonna know. say I'm gonna say Pinal be- only because nah, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. No, but only because they're also. I, I'm not sure. Maybe some of these other ones are, but they're nominated for, and not to give away what we're going to, but I, they're nominated for album of the year. I, so just oh, you just blew purely, it. Nobody's gonna listen to the rest of the podcast. Based now. purely on that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler I got alert. No, I got no fucking idea. I got no. Um. Idea. Yeah. I reckon five seconds, but we'll see. Best rock album, Camp Cope, How to Socialize and Make Friends, Courtney Barnett, Tell Me How You Really Feel, DMAs Again, For Now, Luca Brasi, Stay, Middle Kids, Lost Friends. So um, Courtney and DMAs have been nominated for a bunch of stuff. Camp Cope, Luca Brasi, Middle Kids, with their first nomination. Um, do, you know, do you know those guys? Which ones? Middle Kids. Middle Kids. I do not know Middle Kids. They're, They're great. On, that's a, that's actually that's an Australian band that I've been listening to a bit. I, I met them randomly at this. Um, we did. I, we we both performed at this charity thing a couple of uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, I guess. And I met them there, and we just hit it off. They're really fantastic dudes, and um, they and I went home because I didn't I hadn't really heard much of the music, and I went home and listened to it. And it's really fucking good. So I don't think they will win because it's their first nominee and the nomination and their pretty new but i reckon they're yeah. a great band yeah absolutely. that's my tip to you no no i agree no i i what the fuck was that sound watch sound oh, i'm just hearing a really crazy interference like aliens have invaded my phone was it this uh, that's sound? all right it's got was it it's this? gone away now it's gone away was it that sound no do you know what that sound is it was it, it literally sounded like uh aliens were us doing it again i can't hear nothing Oh my god, it's hurting my ears. Wow. It's like it's like aliens are interfering with the uh frequency or something. Um Maybe but they no, are. agreed. Middle kids, uh what I've heard I haven't heard the record in full, but I've heard uh songs and I really, really dig it. Uh Ryan Adams, big yeah. middle kids fan. Yeah, they which recorded is pretty, with pretty pretty cool. Um Um I really like Camp Cope. I like what they're doing and I like how they're fucking shit up. Um, I like Luca Brasi for that reason as well. I reckon they're yeah. good and kind of brutal, which is good. I, co- I mean, and Cordy Barnett and DMAs. I mean, I think it's probably going to be either Courtney Barnett or DMAs. But I, and I probably am going to go Courtney Barnett will win this. Okay. I reckon. You know what yeah, we should do? It's just occurred to me. We've done this for the last two years. We should go back and find out how many we actually get right. Yeah, you should do that. You should, <laughs> <laughs> but that would mean I would have to listen back to them. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't want to hear my own voice. I don't have like, time for that. No, no. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but yeah, I think Courtney's gonna gonna win it um, again. You should get an intern, reason. Kev. You should get an intern. Get them um, to do. Yeah, but don't they? Do they work for free? Yeah. Oh, so like I a think. slave? Yeah, like get a slave. I'm saying get a slave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who do you think is gonna win Best Rock? Uh, DMAs. DMAs, okay. Uh, best hard rock heavy metal. Now, like I said before, you know, I find it weird, like, there's just such a tiny uh, difference between some of these records. But, yeah, rock and um, heavy rock. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so DZ Death Rays, Bloody Lovely, King Parrot, Ugly Produce, Parkway Drive, Reverence, Polaris, The Model Coil, and West Thebiton, different beings being different. Now, I would, I would, West Thebiton and DZ Death Rays, I would definitely would classify if I That's, had to as rock. As rock, me too. Yeah, I was hard rock, something. heavy metal. Yeah. Um, but again, they've, like we've said before, they've nominated for that category probably strategically. You know, Strategically, um, Parkway Drive definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely, you know, sound like they should be in this category. I think they've um, got it. I think they've they've won. Just for what reasons? Just just they're just so they're relentlessly successful. You know, like they they are the, so successful. brand recognition. But how much of that is brand recognition? You know, rather well, I mean, than statistically, the actual- I think it's about thirty three percent. I mean, I. That's the thing. Like I, I, I would like to see. I've heard a bit of King Parrot, and I would love to see them win, right? Because they remind me of like the Melvins and just that really that again nineties kind of like <laughs> stoner sludge, like, like tumbleweed sort of vibe, or way heavier than that. Way oh, okay. heavier. Yeah, like Mel- like more like Melvins. Oh, heavy, yeah, cool. heavy sludgy stoner rock. They do it really well. I think DZ, DZ Death Rays are really great as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talk about West Thebiton, but I haven't heard a lot of their I've stuff. heard they're great. The, the only thing I know about them is that when we were doing the Beatles tour, uh, Chris was about to go out on the road and yes. West yeah, yeah. Thebiton was going to support them. And um, yeah. just every like every chance he got, Phil would say to Chris, West Thebiton are going to blow you off the stage every night. West Thibodeau are going to blow you off the stage every night. And Chris would be like, oh, fuck, Phil, shut up. Shut up, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just constant. It's like West Thibodeau, wow. they're, going to, they're going to wipe the floor with you. The, he was like, it's a bad choice to have them support you. They're going to wipe the floor with you every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a... Yeah. Maybe, maybe more reflection on Phil than the band, but um, yeah. you know, that's all I know about them. How did Chris respond to that? He's just like... He's like a... He's, he just doesn't respond. He just He's just like, or he'll just say very quietly, I, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> uh, um, who do you think? Who do you think's got it? I reckon it's Parkway. Whether it's brand recognition or anything else, I just reckon, you know, I just reckon yeah, it's kind of like Hilltop. It's it's like Hilltop in the right. metal yeah. section. All right, International. A best international artist. Do, do we bother? Do we even bother? I don't care. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't care. What's I mean, it based on? I think it's. I think it's based on. Um, uh, a public is this public, public voted. Vote. So okay. who cares? The public don't Camilla, know anything. Camilla Cabello, know. Drake, Ed Sheeran, Eminem, Imagine Dragons, Pink, Khalid, blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. blah okay. Blah, blah. Is it the public comedy. knows anything about anything? Oh, but the it's public. just like I the mean, public. What 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 is the point of? international artist is it just purely to just to garner interest from the viewing audience on the night yeah yeah definitely but if you think about it like every time we leave voting up to the public we get pretty bad results don't we i mean think about it we've got trump we've got brexit (laughs) fucking uh we've got old mate scomo well he wasn't voted in but we got we got turnbull we got liberal so let's not leave things up to public votes anymore let's find a benevolent dictator and let's let them them, the public have clearly screwed up everything. The public of the world, everything. The public, and I'm, I'm 
talking about my I'm a member of the public believe it or not I am a, I'm yeah. a celebrity as well I mean uh, like yeah. you, we're celebrities <laughs> but we're also members of the public <laughs> uh, you know we're celebrity public and you know we screw everything up just give us we a vote totally. and we'll fuck it up so who gives a shit no truer words have been said on this podcast Josh <laughs> um, uh, best Australian live act now this is also voted for by the public, and there are well, quite a few nominees. Five seconds of summer: Amy Shark, client liaison, Courtney Barnett, Dean Lewis, Gang of Youths, Paul Kelly, Peking Duck, Pinyao, and Tash Soltana. Well, it's best Australian live act. It's a public reckon? voted thing, so it's going to be like who has the most fans that would be activated to to vote. I reckon it's five well, seconds who, of summer. Well, let's start with who. Do, who would you like to see win it, and who do you think will win it? Who I would like to see, uh, it's hard. It's, I mean, I don't know, Best Australian Live Act. You've got, I mean, again, you've got a lot of dance acts in here and and it's, you know, questionable how much of that is live, you know what I mean? I mean, it's live in the sense that they are alive. Those people are alive on stage, but they're not really doing a lot of, you know, live yeah. music. So, yeah. well, that's, well, I mean, that's live. not always true, but, you know. It's live in the sense that... Um they appear on stage and a large number of people also appear at the same time. Yeah, and they're all alive. They're alive. It should be called the Best Australian Alive Act. <laughs> yeah, the best... <laughs> or best, best... Or Best Alive Australian Act. Best Living best, Australian Act. Best Living Australian Act. Yeah. I think Gang of Youths should take this. I think they should take it. They're a great live um, band. I, I, reckon, I reckon Five Seconds of Summer will win because they have the most... You know, youthful demographic of people that really engage with fan-voted stuff and you know tweeting and yeah. Instagram and all yeah, that shit. That's um, true. So I reckon they'll win, but uh, who should win? I don't really, I don't know. I haven't actually yeah. seen any of these acts live apart from Panow, Paul Kelly, Gang of Youths, and Courtney Barnett. Well, I think. Um, I'd like to see Gang Youths win it. I think Five Singers of Summer. Yeah, you probably you've got a point there. They're probably uh, it'll they're probably a pretty good chance. Yeah. Um, Apple Music Song of the Year. Now this is also publicly voted. Which is do you think that's weird? Should Song of the Year be publicly voted? Oh, it's it didn't used to be. No, but I don't think I don't think they used to do a Song of the Year at the Aria. The Song of the Year was yeah, always did. an APRA thing, wasn't it? No, no, they always did song of the year. No, didn't they do best single? Oh, okay. Well, same. Well, it's, same it is. Thing, it's, though, right? it's it's sort of the same. I guess it's yeah. Maybe it is the same. Again, I don't know. I I just it's, <laughs> it's any it's if it's publicly voted, it's like who's the most offensive person on the list, and that that's who will win. So I'd say Shepherd, right? So Shepherd's gonna win. <laughs> if if I looking at the list, and I won't go through them because there's quite a lot. Um, the the one song that stands out from the list purely because it's a song that has just been in the background for so many months of my life has been the Conrad Sewell song You Got the Healing Hands That one? Oh, okay. I can you sing a bit more? I couldn't quite catch it. Sing a bit more for me. You Got the Healing <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it would not have been a hit song in my my healing hands. Don't say that. Don't um, say that. But that song has been everywhere. I don't know. How do people vote on this thing? Uh, well, it's just it's just like there's so much that would go into this Apple Music Song of the Year thing. So I guarantee that if you looked up any of these people's Facebook pages or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, all of them would be saying, hey, guys, we've got, uh, we're have got we up for Apple song, Music Song of the Year. 
uh, go to this link and fucking vote for us. And so who's mm. who's got the most? It's just a a fan. I mean, there's there's there would definitely be a core a core constituency of people that are voting uh, because they're music fans. But I reckon those people are far far fewer than the fans that would just be motivated to vote for their favorite. Yeah. Act. So I reckon again, like someone like Five Seconds of Summer or Troy, yeah. Troy Savan. Yeah. You know, or, or I mean, Dean Lewis is just like gone through the roof. So or, you know that could be, and that's a fucking massive song. That. Yeah. And he uses the word mate in it. You'd be all right, mate. Which. Mate. Yeah, yeah but he does it kind of like in a Skinner. Exactly. Like Skinner British. That's way. that's exactly right. I had this conversation with some you know people involved in the music industry the other day, and they were like, "I think it's really brave that he used." Uh, Mate, you know, it's so Aussie. And I was like, no, he's not being Aussie. He's being completely English. English. Yeah. Like, he looks like the guy from The Verve he, and he sings like the guy from Coldplay and he's saying, mate, like Mike Skinner. I'm not, I don't have any yeah. problem with it. I, Dean Lewis, I've met a few times and he's a lovely, lovely bloke and he's killing it. So, that's great. But I don't think it's, I don't think he's like Aussie like Missy like, Higgins singing. How like, are yeah. you, mate? <laughs> yeah. G'day, g'day. And how you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a couple of beers, mate, and she'll be right. So the last award for us to talk about is the Apple Music Album of the Year. Amy Shark, Love Monster. Courtney Barnett, Tell Me How You Really Feel. Gurumul, Jaramiri. Penyao, Changa, and Troy Savan, Bloom. Now, just, just to clarify, this is, not, uh, this is not publicly voted. This is a... no. Yeah, we've got like we've got two female artists, we've got an indigenous artist, we've got uh, a, you know a dance artist, we've got uh, a gay openly gay artist, uh, two openly gay artists. I mean, it's that. I mean, we've talked about diversity, you know, a little bit through the nominations, and this is album of the year is kind of considered to be, I guess, the kind of blue ribbon mm. um, award. And I reckon that kind of speaks uh, as much as any to uh, any of the awards to the kind of diversity that we've seen. It 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 does, and it's also a great thing because you know it, traditionally in in music, you know even as as sh- you know a short time ago as sort of uh, I would say fifteen twenty years ago or, or less, there was there were so many things that that people would tell you that you couldn't do or be. Mm in order to have a successful career and even not even just being gay or you know being gay or being trans or whatever but things like having a partner like when i first started out i was told by quite a few industry people i oh, don't ever mention that you've got a girlfriend because then you'll seem unavailable to yeah. fans and i was like really uh, do you that, think and that was that was like 10 years or more than 10 years ago but it just seems utterly ancient and I mean, it, it also whole- just seems like it's completely underestimating your your, yeah, absolutely. Your public, you know, like the, yeah. the public. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's one one extreme. And then can you imagine being a gay artist, uh, you know, an openly gay artist? I mean, I was listening to George Michael Freedom the other day in an Uber and I was listening to it lyrically for the first time ever. That's an incredibly brave song. Like that that song was, you know, a real... It's, his, it's a sort of... Um, brave as uh you know a, a protest song from the from the mm. 60s you know and so all these people paved the way for people like um courtney and, and troy yeah. and everything to be out and proud as they bloody well should be but it, i think yeah. you're right it is like it's a it is a the apple music album of the year is a great uh group of of 
diverse artists and the the real thing is that their sexuality or their culture is sung about openly in a non-ironic way and in a non um not not even in a protest way, just in a in, in a reflection mm. of their honest lives, and I think that's that's where we should be as as artists, just reflecting mm. our honest lives, not having to hide anything, and not having to push any agendas. Just be ourselves, speak our you know authentic selves. I think that's where people are at as well. You know, yeah. I mean, I think we're getting there anyway. The broader community is is generally at, and I I I, I, I don't know about I'm, the broader community. Unfortunately, I mean, we still have. <laughs> like we were saying, you you put the you put the broader community in charge of voting, and you get some pretty whack results. Okay. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's we're true. making progress. We yes, I certainly I, look at the very least. I I like to think that we are definitely making progress. What do you reckon? Who do you think? Sh- who would you like to see win? And who do you think will win? <sighs> Fuck if I know, man. I, I, this is a tough one because I think Amy Shark, as you said before. Um, you know, this is this is the album. You know, so everything. I feel like it's gonna be her year. Hey? Yeah. And I hate to take off and land, so you hold my hand. And there's a man next to you with a killer view of New York. And somehow you manage to get me talking too much. Yeah, there's a rhythm. Yeah, there's a feeling. Oh, we've been kicking. Words around too long. I had a feeling we were close to something. Big, a deep breath under a baseball cap. A one way ticket to a heart attack. That's 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 fair enough. It's been a massive, massive album internationally here. Courtney is excellent, but this album didn't probably get as much uh, mainstream support as the, the previous one. Garamal always always harder on your second record. Yeah, of course. Garamal um, could win through you know a, a, a um, what did you call a tribute sort of thing. Um, for now, I think they, they this album was out last year, so I think it's I think maybe it's not uh, it won't be their their year. Oh, sorry, they had a single out last year, didn't they? This is the album. Um, yeah, this is the album. Yeah. Troy's album was absolutely enormous as well, so I reckon it's going to be Amy or Troy. I feel like it's going to be Amy. I just get that sense that she's going to be the the kind of queen of the arias yeah, this year. I think so too. And it could be completely wrong. You never know how these things are going to go. It could be really divided, but. There's also there's been so many years where somebody just kind of cleans up. Yeah. There's just a wave of um, support. Groundswell of support, yeah. And just good. Um, like she, she's a very likable. She comes across as a very likable person. Yeah, she she's she's like really she's an well. every she's an every woman, you know. She's a, yeah, and and I'm sure there would be a huge amount of positive support surrounding her. Um, yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she kind of wins this and 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 wins a, a few others as well. You know, it's funny though. I was just looking at the names, like Amy and Troy. Could you could you get any more just like average Australian <laughs> names? They, Although they Troy are, is 
Troy is spelled T R O Y E. Well, he's added the he's added the E, sure, but still. No, well, do you know Troy. that? I don't know. No, Did I, don't, he know, add the I e? don't know that. No, I mean, I'm just Did saying they, the E is any, there. Someone added think, it. His parents. Did, or added did he it. add it? I don't know. And who? <laughs> and are you allowed to just add a letter? I mean, are you, you allowed do to do that? You are you allowed add to an, just add a letter to your name? You could add an E at the end of yours. Kevine. Kevine. It would be Kevine, wouldn't it? Kevine, yeah. Kevine. Um, yeah, but Amy and Troy. It's like a neighbor's wedding, you know? Amy and Troy. Amy and Troy getting married. <laughs> Check out the latest episode of Neighbours where yeah, Amy and Troy get yeah. married to a soundtrack yeah. of Courtney Pinnow and Gurumal. <laughs> Courtney Pinnow. <laughs> um, all right, well, we made it through. We got to the end. Mate, we're we killing this. End. I well think this done. is the quickest we've ever done it. Well, yes, I was kind it's of because we've got far less to say. We've got far less to say about it all this year. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was conscious of the last, uh, like last time we did this, that we waffled on for almost two hours, and um, <laughs> editing that was a bitch. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to kind of, you know, get through it, kind of in a timely manner, <laughs> just, <laughs> just so that people listening wouldn't be completely fucking bored and, and yeah. set it off up and up now, but. All right, well, should we call it a night? Yep. That's good. When are you coming to Sydney next? <laughs>